Welcome back to my lovely IHP community. We have another episode, the second of our series on the functional adult love language. Whether you are in a 5D self-empowered enlightened state of consciousness and or in that lovely enlightenment soul age group from a 5DC perspective, the functional adult love language can be accessible to any person who moves into understanding that mindfulness, compassion, and the somatics of your body have everything to do with the optimization of you. So mindfulness is when you are able to work with your neural cortex. Compassion is where you're able to liberate yourself from the social emotion and uh, constraints of shame so you completely move out of this if you're in the enlightenment soul age group functional adults depends just to be clear because some people maintain their dark tainted glasses is what i've been calling them and i will be calling them that because for the pink tainted glasses when someone presents to us their little social conditions like the disciples to their uh, master when they said if you don't kick out the compulsive thief we're going to leave the master says go ahead the story that Saguru shares is that those are not disciples because they actually are not seeking transformation they were seeking to be right and here's where that is actually an adaptive child response as Terry Real points out the adaptive child doesn't create opportunity to repair within the relationship there's not relational mindfulness the adaptive child tries to prove their right they try to take control of their partner or partners or loved ones or just people in general that are around you and in any situation there's unbridled self-expression let me tell you all about me or why i'm right or not and you know there's it's about the self of them no awareness of another human being being there and then there's retaliation when they're feeling hurt because you're not doing what they want you to do so now i'm going to hurt you the same way you hurt me because the self of them as an adaptive child is in a fight flight so their physicality is not engaged with you the nervous system in social engagement ventral vagal is not what's taking place no fight flight or freeze or you know basically self-defense mode is taking place and so again retaliation and then withdrawing like when people give silent treatments or they choose to not speak to someone about something important that's withdrawing and so that's not an adult these disciples basically presented conditions that are like what attachment children excuse me uh, adaptive children are functional adult love language involves definitely relational mindfulness but before you can even be into a functional adulthood you need to be the first to be mindful of yourself and so navigate the neocortex means your third eye is active for anyone who's a mystic this means you are able to know oh i have thoughts oh i have feelings the sensations are mine and they're coming up they're not here to be transferred so you do have the ability to again liberate from this shame emotion this social motion and say i am not a herd i am a human being who can contemplate and experience emotions and handle them within my own window of welcome is where you would move into 5d if you're not here then it's a window of tolerance and you prefer calling it that because you still have 
a not so neutral and accepting and loving relationship with your emotions so that they do have words that exist to explain things. I am a 5D person and as a mentor, I inspire human potential and I come with the enlightenment soul age group voice. I'm not in any way, shape or form a therapist, not, never going to be a replacement for that. At most mindfulness, yes, coach, practitioner, because I'm getting that certificate. Reiki practitioner, I'm not here to use the window of tolerance in the way they use it. I know what it means and I'm spelling out what it means for the end of the spectrum of people who move into their restorative embodied self. We learn how to get into a window of welcome, even when we do have a window of tolerance, like with my lovely panic attacks, they're still very, very uncomfortable. And I still look to expand my window of welcome. In fact, I'm learning more and more about what I'm pretty sure is the deal with them, which would be, I don't know how to effectively discharge as an intuitive and open to the collective and the energies it typically takes place when there's a lot of important events happening for our lovely community. And that's where I'm going to leave that one because our functional adult love language doesn't focus too much on the mysticism part, even though it will be included, of course, because that's part of my journey. So if you're not in the realm of metaphysics as a terrorism, please um, let me know if you have questions. But if it bores you, it is going to be a part of the conversation. So you can opt out of listening and or being a paid subscriber because the love language will become at some point paid subscription-based model content. The aspects of being able to be functional adults, straightforward for the person who, again, is taking self in a way of I empower my thoughts, emotions. I do not want to exist in a heart that feels defective. There is no reason for this any longer as the adult I am. I can understand what the good somatic sensory motor and trauma experts are explaining about my body and my brain. And that is where you can navigate in your ventral vagal nerve. Yoga are all toning exercises for that nerve. Yoga helps you to be in mindfulness because you meditate in silence, you visualize. So some like to call it reprogramming. I don't like to say you're reprogramming thing, but you are getting rid of, if you will, a cognitive belief that equates your defective that is though a feeling that is within your heart for those who have the shame and got out of it or are getting out or still can perceive and yet i'm broken i don't feel confident the shame cycle inner critic outer critic inner critic has also the whole shame continuum i'm shy i'm uncomfortable i'm self-conscious i'm concerned i'm anxious i'm judged i'm stupid i'm invisible woe me and flawed, and powerless, and frozen. Can you hear the tone? Okay, I see adults that have this tone, just FYI. And I am not here to be the one who says anything except for you can completely be in a state of equanimity and love if the minute that that tone comes up, you recognize, excuse me, I think I'm the adult of me. I think that the unknown is an equation that is a part of this life. Because see, the right mode is where dealing with the unknown uncertainty and being able to sit in the darkness that you will hear from a sad guru that is what the expert yogis learn about enlightenment soul age group we don't need the yogis to know that darkness is what stays but it's nice to have the word shiva to put into the mix and say nothingness yes we know it it's never going to get fun to know that you don't know when you're going to die but you know that you won't know and you know make the best of the 24 hours you got 
So we don't actually sit there and say, I'm anxious when I have my panic attacks. I just get frustrated because it makes everything that much more um, interestingly uncomfortable moving around, doing stuff, since they're not anything you can control, but here's where enlightenment. You know that you're getting to be brought to expand even more. So you don't use that adaptive child emotion with your loved ones. You learn how to harness your own self and to see what you can do in the absence of shame. I'm not ashamed. I'm not embarrassed. I'm not uh, ever in a state of if somebody doesn't understand what it means and how hard it is, I don't get mad at them. I understand that they don't understand. That's what it's called to be a functional adult. That you actually understand when somebody says, I don't understand. Now, when they don't have the same potential, it does not matter. We don't do tit for tat. The functional adult doesn't say, because you can't see that I have pink tainted glasses and you expect me to have dark tainted glasses every time I have to do this little dance of the, you know, whatever, but we learn. Took me 43 years to start to get a hint of these dark tainted glasses. I'm fucking happy that I got them. (laughs) I'm so happy because it will help me to use my time effectively, not the other way around and not because people don't want love. No, no, they want love. They just want it the way they want it. That's the difference. Functional adults. We know that it's not a big deal if people stay within their adaptive child. It's their body, not ours. It's their brain, not ours. It's their rumination cycle, not ours. It's their inner critic, not ours. They won't be telling you about their inner critic, by the way, because your pink tainted glasses are still there too. And so if I'm not like, oh, I'm so sorry that you're anxious. Oh, wow. If I'm not doing that, which will not come out of the body of a person who loves life, who's a functional adult, not because we do not understand. It's just not natural for us to have that emotion because the last time I ever had an emotion similar, I was a teenager. And the only emotion that remotely comes near to that, I remember telling myself, are you done being a little whiner? And then when even, you know, fast forward, that one was hilarious, <laughs> this other moment, and I was just like, okay, come on, I, I was pulling, I pulled myself up from my ears, and actually it wasn't me, and my lovely regular listeners know the story, and I just laughed, because, you know, this is where life, man, it's a fucking joy ride, so are we really going to do the little pity party dance for a couple of emotions, versus knowing how awesome emotions are, which is all love language for the functional adult in the body of an enlightenment soul age person, so I do want to uh, share, we do not know shame, so we don't know the heartbreak, gut wrench, torn apart. Please understand, we actually have pink tainted everything all over the place. So we learn how to mask it so that we may not invade people's space with our disgusting uh, smile because it can't be true that you really love humanity this way. Yes, I, I do. You know, it's funny when people give us a challenge, which they don't realize that we don't really take as a challenge, but we will remember Throughout the years of my life, I've had people say, I can't wait to see you get older and get more bitter or something like that. And I was like, huh, okay, we'll wait and see. It's been years now. I've grown more loving. And I think of that sentence and those individuals who actually consistently may look on over and be like, wow, what the hell? How is this possible? It's called pink tainted glasses. But The dark ones help us to, again, not go and bother the individuals who are happy in their own chosen states of consciousness. So if a person has this, I'm a God, I feel so, 
they will still be in those energies. They will still live that cycle. They just don't share it in that way with those who are functional adults. This does not happen on purpose. So we are all nervous systems. One, uh, the lovely functional adult love language will integrate as all the episodes do, but the psychoeducation, because I'm supporting you to become your own functional adult particularly, and to utilize a love language with yourself and loved ones so it always accompanies an inner growth mindset leading from your heart. The 5DC enlightenment, it's because that's what I am, and I do not enjoy using labels in a way that they're fixed, but that does incorporate, I'm an unconsciously loving person, 5D. I'm in the state of consciousness. I actually do have channeling of guidance and do the uh, Kashuk record readings, tarot readings. I'm a mystic is what I'm trying to get at. I just don't prefer always using that one because it's, it's confusing to some people. It's only energy. I, I'm, I'm tapping into a fabric that we all can. And here's where when your brain becomes integrated in an active way because you use left and right and it's an integrated mind is a differentiated mind. This is the optimal being of a human being. You're, all of our minds can be that except for those who might, I mean, for now, they're still looking at the ones who have structural uh, differences. Example, the psychopath, their amygdala reacts differently, or somehow there's a different way it perceives if somebody is sad, and their orbital cortex doesn't light up, and then their cingulate also is not as loud, saying, hey, this is not a good thing. So, So this is where they're still looking into the structure, but that structure is what doesn't give the same input to the body of what's going on and because the orbital cortex are the brakes so that's where we would know oh socially speaking this wouldn't be a good thing it would be a bad thing they don't have those brakes and the alert is a different type of alerting them so putting that to the side though um they are equally emotional like any other other person and if taught about themselves and supported by good somatic sensory motor and trauma experts, they move into feeling more and understanding who they are and how they work and becoming, and they already are. There are contributing members of society. The aspect that it doesn't weigh them down, this part of how the heart works, it's because the amygdala is in our limbic system. And the amygdala alerts you to something that wants your attention, one. Then there's also the other areas that make like the hippocampus is in the limbic system and i forget the attachment system in and of itself if i remember correctly but um here's where we would note emotionally speaking the importance of that spectrum but the breaks the orbital cortex and the cingulate also have to do with the communication so if you don't have the breaks on you don't have the awareness of the external it's like with me having the dark tainted glasses it is helpful i can see better i can see better which allows me to be in the appropriate respect of those who do not want the compassion of anything period the love of anything they don't want it they don't have to want it so people don't need to all move into their enlightenment soul age group and they don't want to people don't need to move out of their shame cycles some don't want to They don't want to because it means walking out of a hellhole from their body and those feelings, the sensations, they're tsunamis. Heartbreak, gut wrench, torn apart. Feeling anger, fear, sadness, frustration, 
and any sensation is uncomfortable for people who don't have a relationship with love because they don't know how to engage in their ventral vagal nervous system. Their body is not a safe space for them, nor are their emotions, and they choose to disregard that with their left mode, their linguistic mode, by saying it's not important. And then they have also activities, sex, drugs, food, alcohol, compulsive anything. That's where the compulsive thief is not only a thief, it's actual shame cycles. So the way they talk to themselves, inner critic, outer critic, then they do denying of things. They deny because that's where the trauma memory, it's coming up to be healed. They don't want to see it. The shame keeps saying, I'm defective, I'm broken, this is disgusting. But the story can also be they're all assholes. And long story short, those compulsive activities, people who are consistent cheaters, liars, that's a compulsive shame cycle of sorts with an adaptive child who's not moved into their actual higher self yet because as long as shame doesn't get dissolved, as long as blame, guilt, fault, fear, anger, these charged states don't get dissolved in a sense that a person can talk about them and be seen, here's where the functional adults with love language comes into the mix. My 5DC peeps, and if you're in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, you're already doing this on your own, which is why the dark glasses are part of your equation as well. And these are good to have because they help us to be better at knowing that when presented conditions, those individuals are using their black tainted glasses with their conditions. They want to stay there. And so we do not engage in any further interactiveness from the pink tainted glasses. We are allowing ourselves to learn to navigate different states of consciousness in the absence of bringing forth more to the interaction than is necessary because the disciples in this story are not seeking transformation and therefore they're not actual disciples and in this case people don't all want to expand to the enlightenment soul age group they all don't want to expand to their higher adult functional self and staying in their own biological rudeness does not mean the end of the world it's a very very simple movie that you see all over mean girls any action movie, any drama movie, just go watch movies. I've, I've disengaged, even though sometimes socially speaking, I have to adhere to be nice and whatnot, but I, I do not like any of them anymore. I, I really just find it a waste of my time intellectually and also emotionally because there's plenty of people out there. If it makes me laugh, then that's great. And action because, you know, action's always action. So comedy's action, but anything that's dramatic is just really, I'll, I'll read about it. I'd rather read about the queens and the kings of the past and so long story short, side note, we like to use our emotions and our time in areas that are proactive, not in areas that are the dark tainted glasses. But there are those who do enjoy that stuff and they live that stuff. And it's called 3D, 4D, as well as other soul age groups who don't move into their expanded version. Other soul age groups that move into the expanded version. So here, 5DC functional adults that would be where there's an amount of compassion that you get to share with each other and I was looking for a note here which would be okay being able to support each other as safe havens and secure bases can create what an attachment relationship would want now the 
people who like secure connections, which equals you don't actually look for secure attachment, you still will be looking for a specific level of consistency because your secure connections are connections that you've created and that come over time. It's like my attachment style friend. They are in another soul age group. They're in another bandwidth. They are still with their own attachment category, not resolve their charge states. They don't actually use their adult self. It's a natural uncharging. They are growing up in their own way. And that's where when you're doing your karma wheel, the thing is you're not participating. It's compulsive, but it's not a bad or good thing. It's you're taking actions that come from the patterns from your household to yourself, you're ignoring the inner world of you because that emotional plane, again, you're just allowing it to stay as such because it would require your mindful, your self-empowered awareness, which not everyone wants to spend time doing. They'd rather go drink, have sex, ignore it, watch a movie. They'd rather do that, okay? Some people, they tell it's hard to think, okay, then keep on, you know, doing that. So it's a choice if you expand or not, and it is not up to us to make life hard for people. Relationships are effortless because we unconditionally love each other with our flaws and imperfections. Love is a safe space where you can be yourself. And so pink and dark tainted glasses, very important. For any of you who have the love cycle, you will know what I'm talking about because we are the ones who tend to smother with our infinite love the people who don't want to be smothered it is understandable and that is where it's very important to share the psychoeducation with those who want to move into the higher states of their own consciousness those who do not again it is not something that one will want to engage in personally i've learned year after year after year and it didn't have a uh, confusion when my clairs began being activated that's because those who are 5D are not egoic and they don't think of themselves as anointed or special. And I do say this with all due respect, our narcissist bubble grows into a normal narcissist bubble, which is we're not the most important person in anybody's world. We are not the only person in anything. And just because we can support people, whether it be with Claire's or without, does not make us more special than anybody else. And just because we have an integrated mind and restorative embodied self, which is the optimal well-being of a human being, does not make us more special than anybody else. This is a very real way that we will contemplate, which is why when somebody's like, oh, we're not actually trying to dismiss, we, we care, they know this. We just don't feel that way because we mature our emotions because we have a relationship with them. So we don't stay in a state of upset, Okay. That's where some of those individuals who do not enjoy the compassion that we have, and so people who don't like functional adults and love language, they're the ones who still have modulated and dysregulated embodied selves. They also will have shame, blame, fault, revenge cycles. They will have a way that their script runs in their mind these are not zombies these are human beings who contemplate in a way they are conscious of their contemplation and they do not define it as something that needs support their structural dissociation they give an answer to their 
ability we all dissociate by the way um, daniel siegel gives the example of you're driving on the highway you think of your vacation to hawaii you miss your exit okay so the structural dissociation i've been a witness to it and then i've been a witness to how a person twisted and more than just one their story to the infinite of twisting it to where they now completely give a version of the story that is very different because when you feel shame consistently so that you are broken or defective and you don't realize that you can dissolve this feeling because it's an erroneous conviction that stems from the beginning of life in ways that are different for everyone it's only the human being who owns that actual feeling in their heart that can dissolve it completely the ones who go to good somatic sensory motor therapists do this the ones who don't they don't they got plenty of adaptive children their heart longs to be in a space of pureness which means i'm not defective i'm just imperfect like any other fucking human being on the face of this planet that's what a heart of a purely fucking loving human being will say and it is very straightforward which is why we don't feel this heaviness in our heart when people don't accept us we feel okay because you have a right to not like me it's like hello did someone think that all eight billion people in this planet would love you i mean i'm pretty sure that the only people who actually you know i actually don't want to say that that's silly i would hope that more than just a certain number of people love me but i know that everybody loves their own way so love fyi when you're in your ventral vagal state you're in a state of love because the oxytocin gene hormone is released and that's why i am a solo poly i love all people and i definitely have lovely twin flames soulmates they're very special to me and that does not have to involve fyi any type of physical contact so I know that everyone has a different approach to their polyamory orientation or lifestyle. That's the beauty of being able to use words and also explain oneself and to share in a very humorous and loving way. All people do have a relationship with love. But the reality is when you're in a body that is consistently restorative embodied self, you're always in love with humanity. That's why those dark tainted glasses are essential for the love cycle people because we don't navigate life based on shame or any type of social emotion for that matter we orient ourselves with a heart that says uh life is unknowns uncertainties unwanted somebody forgot the memo or wait a minute i'm sorry somebody doesn't know that their emotions are involved in the memo the love language is important in that you will not meet perfection ever because you're a person they're a person the edtronic person talks about how one third of the time attunement is necessary for you to build a secure attachment with someone okay and this is with children but same goes with adults the mar the most important part is repair being good at repair and that means being good at attuning to each other so when misattunement happens the adults actually want to hear themselves and each other excuse me they're partners and that's groups or whatnot the adaptive children do not they want to prove they're right they want to control each other they want to talk about why they're right not right whatever it is and if you don't listen they're hurt now and they're going to want to hurt you back 
and they're going to withdraw and just pretend like it never happened and they're going to just keep doing this type of behavior. And that's where some people will stay. Okay, so functional adults can handle all of that very easily because as we have been discussing, we don't have relationships build security because of people being able to be loving themselves or functional adults. We have relationships because they are effortless for the functional adult to hold, the 5DC person, especially the Enlightenment, so age group person, okay? Now, to become that safe haven and secure base, I want to read to you a little bit from the actual Polly Secure book because she gives us some lists of elements that are important and ideal to note. In research, in search of relationship safety, excuse me, our attachment system is primed to seek the answers to certain questions regarding our partners. So this is where every human being has an attachment system, okay? And that's what it's going to seek, contingent communication. So they're going to spell out, she's spelling out to us some of these um, questions. Both consciously and unconsciously, we are looking to know, if I turn towards you, will you be there for me? Will you receive and accept me instead of attack, criticize, dismiss, or judge me? Will you comfort me? Will you respond in a way that calms my nervous system? Do I matter to you? Do I make a difference in your life? Can we learn? Can we lean? Well, can we learn is a good one too, but can we lean into and rely on each other? She goes on to say, interestingly, research consistently shows that people who have safe haven relationships in their life, whether through romantic partnerships or through their family, are more resilient in the face of life stressors and trauma. That's normal because we have people that accept us. This is the unconditional love that every person needs of being imperfect and flawed, but being a human. And that's why being a functional adult is essential for those human beings who don't know how to grow up. And that's very, very important for the entirety of our society as a world. So I know that for me, it's about supporting your infinite higher human potential, but it's also about humanity. And I care that people understand how important it is for any one of you to be able to turn that cheek and to forgive, not because of a name that comes from religion, but because of a man who stood and gave us the example of what it means to be unconditionally loving. To this day, of course, I associate Jesus to what I grew up with as a person who comes from Catholicism. I loved my church. I am very sad that I cannot deem myself in the same eyes to all of those who will continue to embrace that religion. I do know that I am not deemed worthy for some and that's okay, because Jesus is a man, or was a man. And so I don't need the institution to know what he stood for. I have uh, plenty of other stuff that stands for the same. And the reason that I can speak about love is because of Jesus. So his way, I don't think you know, he knew about the trauma or somatic experts, but they seem to always say the same things. Any spirituality person is going to lead you to this beautiful integration of a mind and restorative embodied self and tell you about compassion. And that's where the functional adults. So it's empowering because being the pure self of you is you without shame. And it is you without an adaptive child. It is you with emotions. Those children, those frozen parts, they can come up. 
but it is you wielding them because you understand that you got a personality and you got an opinion and you want to share it. This is the passion of Kali, but you want Shiva there because otherwise Kali can take over and then, you know, it gets out of hand. Not for us. The Enlightenment Soul Age Group with Love Cycle, I can say I do know about being oppressively loving. <laughs> that part I know. But what I will say is this, that I'm going to be biased and say I'd rather be oppressingly unconditionally loving and smothering than the opposite because there's plenty of other people that are consistently not anywhere closer to getting out of their human suffering and treating people not very nicely so at least some people can find the place where if they're ready to shatter shame to dissolve it they will find a safe haven and a safe harbor and a safe base Someone who says, I believe in you and I know for a fact you're not defective because you're a person and we all are imperfect, but you have no defects. I see your hands, I see your feet, I see your eyes, I see your brain, I can explain it to you. Even if you're a psychopath, I can explain it to you. I can see your nervous system because of the lovely technology. I can tell you you're human like me. And even the mystics, you're human like me, <laughs> the ones who are Lemurians, you're still human. Sorry to burst your bubble. So this is where we need more 5DC people because we need more people who care because when our hearts get weighed down, it's not because of our own suffering. That's exactly why the dark tainted glasses are so welcome personally. It's very, very tiresome to see humanity. For me, it's year after year after year after. I mean, I seriously, if I even go on with this, I'm going to, with the uh, Claire's, it, it, it got more exciting because of me knowing that those who are light workers, and obviously we all are, but those who can hold love, not the 4D. They hold love because they're energy, yes. They're vessels, yes, yes. They're intuitives and vessels. And I know they hold their part, but they don't hold love consistently. They're only able to pick up on the field. When I'm saying hold light, what I'm saying is that they spoke of 5D and us holding light to support humanity to transcend into their expanded consciousness. So 4D thinks they're special and anointed and on some special mission. None of us are on a special mission. It's called being a human, a good person, and treating people with the respect that any person deserves. I don't care what those who have conditions want to say. You should not be disrespecting people. You can have your own opinion. Stay away from them. Don't, you know, the, the part of where you think that people, that you can speak from your mouth that someone deserves not to be here, it's just that you can, again, have emotions that arise. Yes, I'm emotionally upset, and, and biases at least have the courage to take ownership of the emotion and the thought and acknowledge that it is not something that you, from the heart, this is where it's an awareness that you're life and others are life, that you, you're, you're making a claim. It's not true. When your adaptive child takes over, you're not a person. You are a brainstem that is reactive in a fight flight and that is you with anger that thumbs you down because cortisol and a lot of other things are happening and your brain is not functioning as well because you're not in your thinking brain and we're not animals meaning we don't have the living with the lions and bears which is why we have a fight flight this is why we have this 
reptilian autonomous nervous system, fight, flight, freeze, the primal. We were primal at one time. We are no longer. We are now mammals as well, and that equates social engagement, our ventral vagal state. So instead of supporting this idea, the brainstem is part of us. So is the limbic system and the cortex. And when you're in your brainstem, that's called the emotions that are taken over if you don't know how to handle them. And that's why it's not a positive, it's not a negative, but it's not something that's going to get the best out of you. And you're not going to say things that are stupid and silly and not true. People end up doing things and they feel guilty and then they're upset. This is where human suffering, people not learning how to be grown-ups. Let's help people learn how to be grown-ups and the people with the love language from functional adults are those. So even with our conversations on polyamory or not, the part about uh, all different types of family households, people can stop yelling about it. So many things that people are yelling, they're not creating safe spaces, they're not safe havens for anyone, and the system, the reason this is important, if they were only eloquent enough, and when I say eloquent, what I mean is in the absence of the idea that one side is right and one side is wrong. And here's where the adaptive children are again, because this is the one thing that those who stay in the middle will consistently say, no, no, but we, there is a right or wrong. That's a modulated embodied person in their sympathetic. I speak to you from an enlightenment perspective. You don't have to move into this perspective. It's an equanimous one, and it is one that recognizes the difference between when somebody is educating me about a system and why there are important aspects of that system and one who is speaking it to me with the energy of I'm right about what I'm saying and I demand that it's so. No, that's not actually fair because, and here's where on our end we have the same reaction because there's transference and counter-transference, so anger is, it's unfair. So it's not really fair what you're doing. Here's, you're kind of coming at it from your angle and you're saying you must, you're demanding in a very fighty way you're not creating safe spaces for conversation to happen and you're not enlightening and empowering anyone and you are missing the point of your entire agenda in the first place. Okay, so here's where the people that want to claim they do certain things and I'm going to stay vague on purpose, they don't recognize the energy behind it. They think that they must stay in that energy. That is not a safe space. And that does not create oneness. Furthermore, it's unnecessary because when it comes to any of our laws, structurally speaking, everyone knows of systems that exist. So I do know the stories. So many make up shit. A lot. The adults. I love when they think that they can actually go to the past and revolt the same way. It's like, no, no, but it's possible. Mm, yeah, okay. You keep thinking that we are living in the 1600s. I'm going to be realistic and tell you with drones and technology... Big brother, call it what you want. I'm pretty sure you're not going to go to the revolution time. And they consistently think that that can happen. Then if that doesn't work, these individuals, well, there's going to be different types of groups. It's going to look ugly. It doesn't have to look ugly. We already have different groups. uh, And that's where we don't get rid of the structure, even if there's different groups. That's the part. 
you don't get rid of structure no matter how many different groups we got flat earthers we got the ones who believe in you know reptilians you got a bunch of groups that they're not actually actively going to be even the ones who what was it during that one thing they did what, what did they go in i forget so what i'm trying to say is people watch the news and they think that those events are catastrophic you know what events are more important right the people behind the, the bills like you, if you're if you want to do anything you're not watching the news you're going reading bills going and figuring out how to get a hold of your senators you're, you're doing like active i'm saying the people that speak they don't actively go and they after they go go and actively do something the yelling isn't going to bring anything different although the facades are always what people look to so long story short functional adult love language is in an effort to educate and empower like for those types of themes i believe is very important for us to get these systems and structures to ensure all people are acknowledged and acknowledged in ways that their rights and this is where even polyamory and all the types of sexual orientation lifestyle we have other groups it doesn't matter if they're a minority the ones who want to say it's a minority i'm just so sorry that they can't accept that these individuals want to have the same rights as others that's always taken place in time we've evolved to understand what it means for people to have civil rights that's what we have our structure so we get to present with the love language a different perspective which allows people to maybe hear and that's more important than the ones who are making demands that don't help people to hear they help people to feel threatened so when you create threat all you got are people fighting in the meantime we got our politicians doing stuff behind the scenes this is the other part and then they want to talk about sheep i'm gonna say huh let me think twice about what you just said and not say anything so that i may be the functional adult of the situation and disengage here's where the pink tainted glasses with the dark again let's disengage from an unnecessary conversation to end with what i was sharing with you from lovely lovely um this is chapter seven the foundations of being polysecure by jennifer i forget her last name right now so she talks about more research research has found that when people in all difficult situations have their safe haven attachment figures around them and so she was talking about for example uh, those who are orphans or have experienced natural disasters assault victims veterans combat refugees people who are in new york city during 9-11 concentration camps world in world war ii or also people who have had heart attacks or recovering from surgery because that's also something that causes trauma when people have something like that happen so the research found that all these people in difficult situations if they have their safe haven attachment figures around them either during or quickly after the event they recover faster they experience less physical and emotional pain and they are less likely to have escalating symptoms of ptsd examples of things that you and your partners can do to be safe havens for each other, give emotional support and comfort, listen to each other with full attention, inquire and share about feelings and needs, track what is going on in each other's lives and make sure to follow up and inquire about those things, help in practical ways when a partner is tired or sick, discuss or debrief events of the day or things that are important to each of you. 
let your partners know how and why they matter to you. So these are all amazing. And we'll share some of the safe haven reflection questions. So here's where in each of your relationships that are attachment-based or for the relationship that you would like to become more attachment-based, you can ask yourself, how does this partner already act as a safe haven for me? In what ways do they show me show up for me and that feeling in in what ways do they show up for me that feel supportive and comforting excuse me how can this partner help me feel even more safe with them how can this partner help me feel even more supported or comforted by them in general or in specific situations lots of demands uh in what ways can i show up more as a safe haven for this partner so that's for only those of you who want to build types of relationships like that so yeah that that is definitely not for those who just want to build secure connections because it's demands that are being made upon each other and that equates not an enlightenment soul age group's perspective if i may add to what we're reading about and talk about and that's because no one has to do the emotional or mental comforting of a person who's completely in their wholeness and and so this feels demanding in a way that can impose and impede on a person's freedom to live life the way they want to live life which is more important to us love language is chosen and that is equal to you as a functional adult so obviously again i know that other soul age groups are more inclined to want that and also individuals who are in 3D, 4D, and this is also because that's the mammalian social engagement system. So it is part of our attachment system to seek these types of specific cues of safety, and then for people to contemplate them. As you contemplate your own situations, this is something that I love to share as we close out, when you can love freely this is one of the most amazing of gifts and when i say when you can love freely i'm talking about the people who have the pink tainted glasses the love cycle that don't actually need each other because there's an innate way of knowing that we are connected again as people and what this means is that we have the ability to know we all will feel unseen unheard unwanted unsoothed unsafe the people who unconditionally love since day zero whenever it is they can remember and that's why we don't have these strings attached so this list of stuff for a person who is in a free loving heart this feels imposing that's also why we enjoy like for me knowing of having dark glasses it's important because of understanding the descriptions of this smothering that other people use the word not me but understanding it the freedom of love is this and not everybody has the beauty to have the enlightenment soul age group is what i'm going to talk about from a 5d lens though with a self-empowered enlightened individual who's a human who just knows you know what of course i know what heartbreak is i'm a person like you are why would i ever do anything 
that would physically, emotionally, or mentally hurt you. I don't care what's going on. If I'm starving or I'm in physical peril, then I'm going to have to say, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm so sorry. This is where I remember my teenage story where I was forced by my entire family to pick who I would save. I still remember this is because I was simply put in a corner because I just said I love all people and my family couldn't accept that I love all people. This is also why I use the term polyamory. It is something that fits me to the T, <laughs> not because of a list of items. No, it is a free love, the one that one will feel. And so you feel actually awful for imposing your love on people when you realize they don't want it, which is where it's not ever going to be considered too much. A person who is consistently connected to consciousness in the way that I share with you is a human being, first of all, and all they will know from their heart, these are not the ones with the shame cycle. The shame cycle people will learn this if they move out of it. Their consistent feeling of defectiveness twists everything in the most dark tainted glasses way and I'm going to leave that one out because I want to describe what I was getting to for those who want to hear what it's like to instead be able to see these dark lenses and then to have this pull like this pull back and it's not one that is a god there ain't no god there's an energy field this is true this one I can attest to and I do know as a kid I used the word god but the word is not god it's a field of energy and it's called your own conscious ability to use your mind as that little voice in your head, the cingulate, is saying to you, if you do this, it's not a nice thing. And then your prefrontal cortex is saying to you, you know, there's emotions here and you're being mindful and compassionate and you're aware of your body and you're aware that you're not in a physical life threat. So why would you ever remotely do anything again unless you're in physical peril? And so we love freely and it's never too much. And there's never perfect timing, FYI. This is why the whole bullshit story with twin flames, soulmates, and anything that anyone who's in 4D land is going to keep on talking to you about. I have a whole different story for those who are 5D and want to get on board. It's paid subscription-based model content and it doesn't talk about one of the two or the three or however many being anointed ones, please. We are all a spirituality process because we're all a human heart. One will have this feeling of defectiveness that taints their world black. Others will have the pink tainted glasses and we will keep those pink tainted glasses glued on our eyes because we will see what they don't see about themselves. We will see the infant that feels defective and we will say, no, you're not defective, <laughs> you're, you're beautiful. Because you're a person, you have a personality, you're imperfect, I'm imperfect, we're all imperfect. What are you talking about? What's defective? Where, where's defective? But we'll also state that of a criminal and anyone. And that's exactly why, as I said, we do not use these black glasses. And the only people, guess what, that we're going to be using it for? They ain't the criminals. And they ain't the other people who are in such despair that, thank goodness, our system takes care and will move into improving how they care of them because we will make sure they do. It's called being compassionate and it's called being humane and it's called education. Thank God for mental health good professionals who know what they're talking about and thank you technology for letting us see in the hearts of humanity and know what's behind it so that others with stories can disengage from their ideas that evil exists. It does not. It's a poor and or 
a human being who has potential structural something going on, it can be supported. And that is what our science field is for. Thank you. There has been a dis, you know, this balance here, uh, unbalanced situation. But as always, life finds a way to regain its own balance. And this is another part of what the 5D person in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group always knows. We don't have to lift a finger. You know what's beautiful about people that have the dark tainted glasses? when they say the truth of how they feel about something and they actually really match it very well, there are those of us who know what flow is. And so our life, it will be pink. And when people see it, they will notice it and they will think, wow, you have it really easy. And we will say, yes, I really do have it easy. And when they go on with their justification of whatever it is they're doing we will support our loved ones of course because that's what you always do and humanity we will not support their idea of us having to put conditions to the compulsive thief because their modulated or dysregulated or shame cycle body is wanting to say so no we will stand up and we will acknowledge and we will just sit and stand or whatever it's probably going to be the right silence most of the time and if they press us and we will continue to speak with the tone of those who know the truth which is that every human being is a heart and is pure and that no human being has evil in them what they have is this defectiveness hiding and if they want they can get out of those blinders and it will be through compassion not through punishment through those of us who are functional adults love language treat your loved ones with care Use your pink and your dark tainted glasses for those of you who have pink ones. For those of you who have dark, I'm happy you got your pink ones. And it's great to have you on board. And for anyone who's not here, it's not going to be the end of the world. You can have your conditions. That's exactly what it is to be alive, is that you can be you and I can be I. And that's what functional adults are all about. So loving freely for us is no strings attached. We would never in a million years say to someone, you have to comfort me and be there for me emotionally and mentally. No, no, no. Please do not make that your mission because that's not what relationships are for. It is to be able and support each other in however we speak because mouths are made so that communication can be done. And so through requests and continuous communication, not through the other areas that other people, and I am disengaging from, because I do have, again, a side, meaning I create secure connections, enlightenment soul age group, we do not attach, we do not uh, treat relationships like that, because we already have our own parents and our own household, people in our life, Every relationship is effortless and is a joy. And in fact, we learn how to respect our actual family of origin because we do recognize that we are in their space, that we are attached. So this is the part free love is free means you do whatever you want. We'll do whatever we want. And if we have fun together, love together, are consistent in time, time is the truth of all things. It is only through time that you notice that a connection becomes secure. My attachment style friend. For as much as those little ins and outs, and any of my friends really, we always come together because we are safe together. 
And although I don't meet the attachment needs she needs, she still knows that I love her and I know that she loves me. And this is the part of creating secure connections, no strings attached. The people who want attachment, they seek stuff like that, they will find it because there are plenty of people that want that too. Like my friend, she's found friends that want to have the way of checking in with each other and all these other things. The people who don't want it, they don't have friends like that. So it's, it's a balancing always. And really the words too. We don't use words because what are words? So the people that are secure connections, they don't have to consistently be in each other's lives. We're connected in ways that share the important stuff together. And that's what is a secure connection. The ones who build attachment, they expect each other to be there for each other and they set up certain parameters. So as long as you speak from a functional adult language and a love language at that, you can always find a way to meet each other in the middle. And so secure connections, secure attachment, I'm sure you can do it. Love is always the way. It's a safe space when you can be yourself with each other with flaws and imperfections. I look forward to being back. Have a great day.